a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you today, as always. Uh, coming up uh, at 1135, we've got uh, astronaut Scott Kelly is going to join us. He's doing uh, some great things uh, here uh, with the state of Utah coming up on Friday. We'll give you some more information on that. And uh, he's obviously a guy who knows a little bit about uh, spatial distancing. A uh, guy has put over 200 million miles. I thought I was a big uh, travel guy, 2 million miler. Uh, he's got 200 million miles uh, logging around the around the planet here. So uh, Scott Kelly coming up at 1135 today. You don't want to miss that. As I mentioned before the break, uh, last night the president tweeted uh, some interesting information about what he was going to do by executive order uh, as it relates to immigration. And I was going back and forth with our good friend and independent pollster, Scott Rasmussen, uh, this morning. And, uh, Scott, you always seem to be ahead of the game, uh, but you've done some polling on this. <laughs> well, yes, you know, we've been uh, following this general topic of the president's response all the way through. If you remember, uh, it was quite controversial a few months ago when he ordered a ban on people coming in from China. And we found that 89% of voters supported that. Uh, Well, over the weekend, we tested this idea about a temporary ban on allowing anybody from any country to enter the United States. 70% of registered voters say, yeah, they're in favor of that. And it includes 82% of Republicans, 66% of independents, and 64% of Democrats. It's so fascinating. The the number that just jumped out at me, uh, you did some polling around uh, those who strongly disapprove of President Trump but their view on immigration and what he's doing by executive order on immigration was was interesting. Yeah, those who strongly disapprove of the president, uh, you know, and by the way, this was before the president acted, so who knows what they'll think now. But uh, but 57 percent said, yes, we should we should prevent anybody from entering the U.S. Uh, at this time. And look, this is not a, a general attitude about immigration. This is not something right. that people are going to expect to hold this view a year from today. But what it reflects is a recognition that, uh, you know, people coming into this country are a potential threat during this era of the coronavirus. Um, in fact, you recall a few weeks ago, I had a number of the day that 750,000 people entered the U.S. from China in December, January, and early February, which obviously helped spread the pandemic that we're dealing with now. Um, And again, so this strikes me as a sort of a common sense health measure for most people. Uh, If you can can live with the idea that you should be staying at home yourself all the time, it certainly makes sense to think, why should we let somebody else come in? Yeah, I I think that's uh, such an interesting thing. And uh, uh, those of you who uh, don't know Scott Rasmussen, he's in New York. uh, So you're you're seeing the vacant streets and and what's going on there. How do you think this this polling plays out in terms of you sort of have this interesting juxtaposition of, okay, let's let's not let any immigration happen and people come in uh, right now. And yet we've got governors and 
protesters and people who are saying, hey, it's time to open up and get going. Uh, any sense in terms of how that tug and pull is going? Uh, yes, a little bit. First off, uh, we've seen uh, a slight increase in the number of people who say that the economy is a bigger worry to them than the health threat. Uh, a few weeks ago, 38 percent said the economy was what scared them the most. It's up to 46 percent now. So people are kind of split. Uh, if you live in an urban area like New York City, you're probably still more likely to say the health threat is bigger. If you live in other parts of the country, you're saying, hey, we've got to get the economy going. But um, I think a lot of this, Boyd, is the wrong question. Uh, you know, it's it's an idea. It, it's not just the economy. We have to get society restarted, and we have to begin to think in terms of broader trade-offs. Uh, staying at home during a pandemic, during when there's a highly contagious virus running around the city, makes total sense. But over time, staying at home itself has health risks, and we need to begin exploring that. Uh, and it's something that I hope uh, a lot of pollsters will begin to take a look at in the coming weeks. Yeah, again, if you're just joining us, we've got uh, independent pollster Scott Rasmussen uh, joining us on the line with some uh, up to the uh, up to the minute, uh, really polling that you uh, released today. Uh, and again, interesting: seventy percent of registered voters believe the federal government uh, should place a temporary ban uh, on uh, uh, people entering the United States. And just, a, again, fascinating look there. Scott, I want to go back to, uh, to something you mentioned, and we've talked about this on the show before uh, in one of your previous polls in terms of opening up society, people's interest in terms of opening up the economy uh, versus opening up society. Yes. Well, you know, the the poll that we, we asked people, uh, you know, which of these things should be the top priority when it comes time to reopen society? And we gave them a long list. And uh, they could name for each one. They could tell us whether it should be a top priority, second tier, or kind of wait for a while. And 50 percent, half of the uh, voters said the top priority, a top priority should be letting us get together in a friend's home. Uh, you know, and again, I think this gets to the attitude of it's not just the, econo- uh, the economic concerns that are weighing people down. Um, it is the mental health issues. It is the isolation and the boredom and the depression that's setting in. Uh, and so the idea of being able to go to somebody's house is very important. Thirty five percent said that uh, opening churches and other religious activities should be a top priority. And I think we, we've got to be really clear on this. When people are talking about this, uh, it doesn't mean that they expect to go back to church or go to a friend's house and have nothing be different than it was before the pandemic. Right. Certainly people are going to be concerned about social distancing and health measures. Uh, but I think this really speaks to the idea that there's a lot more at stake than just opening up uh, you know, businesses so we can get the economy moving. That's important. But people want our society to work. That's the ultimate objective. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Scott Rasmussen, uh, always appreciate your insight and uh, polling. And uh, we know we have some polling coming out uh, about the great state of Utah here in the next little bit. So we'll uh, look forward to having you back real soon on that. Look forward to talking about it. Thanks. All right. Again, that's Scott Rasmussen joining us. Uh, And to me, those are just fascinating numbers as it relates uh, to uh, immigration and people coming into the United States. Again, a 70 percent number is just uh, off the charts. You just, it's hard to get 70 percent of Americans to agree on anything these days. Even if the sky were blue, I think we'd have a 60-40 split probably. Uh, but, but here you have over 70 percent of registered voters, 82 uh, percent of Republicans, 66 percent of independents, 64 percent of Democrats 
all agree with the president's actions that he's going to take by executive order. Also interesting, uh, as Scott Rasmussen pointed out to us, that even among the people who strongly disapprove of President Trump, so those who really, really dislike President Trump, 57% of them share the same view as it relates to this current uh, ban on immigration. So really fascinating things and uh, much, much more to discuss there as we go through the day. Uh, as always, we want to hear what's on your mind to the, today, what's uh, happening in your part of the world, and you can always do that on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line 57500. Again, 57500, Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line. Uh, and as always, make sure you've got the KSL News Radio app uh, so that you can tap into us anywhere you go. You can also pick up the podcast there as well. That's powered by our friends at Any Hour Service. Uh, services. So you always want to make sure you're cued in up to the minute with all the information you need. We are your companion to get the news and uh, move through your day today. All right, we're going to step aside because when we come back, you don't want to miss this. Astronaut Scott Kelly, man who's spent more time in space than anybody, is going to give us some great insights, some great strategies right here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.